Hello, and welcome back to Indie Author Weekly. This is the podcast for indie authors, aspiring authors, and curious bookworms who want the inside scoop, tips and motivation, and behind-the-scenes journey of writing and self-publishing books. I'm your host, Sagan Morrow, or at Sagan Lives on Twitter and Instagram, and I'm a productivity strategist and an author of polyamorous rom-coms. Now, you might be familiar with the phrase show, don't tell as a writer. Is it something you struggle with, or are you curious about what a fresh new take on that might look like? Well, that is exactly what we are addressing on today's episode of Indie Author Weekly. But first, don't miss an episode. You can now get all Indie Author Weekly podcast episodes, plus book and writing updates, delivered directly to your inbox each week at saganmorrow.com slash behind the scenes. Link is in the show notes. Now let's get into this episode of the Indie Author Weekly podcast. Today, I want to share about how I improved my current work in progress rom-com by using the show don't tell technique to strengthen a relationship dynamic. And I did it in a way that you might not have expected. Some backstory. As you know, if you have been listening to Indie Author Weekly for any length of time, I'm currently working on a romantic comedy titled Small Town Stilettos, A Modern Marriage of Convenience. You can learn all about it at saganmorrow.com books. Link is in the show notes. I'm recording this episode about three weeks before it goes live, and at this particular stage of the rewriting process, I have been working on developing the relationship dynamics a lot more. For example, the main character, Margaret Peggy Malcolm, is in a bit of a love triangle situation. She needs to marry her childhood sweetheart, Logan Finley, in order to access her inheritance. But she also has a thing for another blast from her past, Matthew Blaine. The entire story of Small Town Stilettos explores duality, and one of the things that I struggled with for a while with this story was the relationship between Margaret and Matthew. I knew that they were bonding over their love for the city and their shared distaste for the small town that they're both stuck in, but I was having a tough time building on that and ensuring that the reader is really going to root for Matthew. Because Logan is awesome, he's super into Margaret, he's ready to settle down and have a relationship with her, he's the guy she's been forced to marry. They butt heads, but they also have a lot of chemistry. And in my first few drafts of Small Town Stilettos, I focused a lot more on developing the relationship between Margaret and Logan. And, you know, the relationship between Matthew and Margaret wasn't jumping off the page the same way, not the way that I wanted it to. I knew that there was so much simmering beneath the surface between them that wasn't quite making its way into the novel. So I took a step back last month and revisited perhaps the most classic and well-known writing advice out there. Show, don't tell. The concept of show, don't tell is that you are painting a word picture for your reader so that they can visualize your story in their mind's eye. At a very simple level, here's an example of telling. She was amused. 
Here's an example of showing. Her eyes crinkled with amusement as she burst out laughing. So you can see the difference there. I took that concept of showing instead of telling kind of a step further in this instance, because so much of the relationship development between Margaret and Matthew seemed to be happening off the page. I was trying to figure out the best way to show them connecting without just adding a bunch of extra scenes featuring the two of them. After all, adding more scenes isn't always the best approach. In fact, adding a bunch of extra scenes can really harm your story if they're just kind of shoved in there. What I did instead was to add text message conversations between Margaret and Matthew after every single chapter. And I love this approach. We get to see little snippets of them being cute and flirty and funny together so that their relationship makes that much more sense to the reader. The reader really cares about them and likes them as a couple. Showing bits and pieces of their text message conversations is a simple but effective way to bring the reader into their relationship on an intimate level as the story progresses. If you are working on your book and you're feeling stuck with the concept of show don't tell, then an excellent question to ask yourself is what would make the reader be able to visualize XYZ more easily? That's how I got to the idea of including texting conversations because one scene of Small Town Stilettos actually mentioned something about how Margaret and Matthew had been exchanging flirty texts all week. And when I was trying to figure out how to best illustrate their relationship dynamic, I thought to myself, you know what would make this stronger? If the reader could actually see those text messages. And then I thought, well, why can't the reader see those messages? And voila, texting conversations are now a staple in the novel. And they're kind of fun as little, um, you know, vignette type of things, little little markers in between every single chapter. We get to see the dynamic at play as the story as the story progresses by having these little tiny snippets right just, you know, in between each of the chapters. I kind of love it. Showing instead of telling does not need to be overly complicated or complex. In fact, sometimes the simplest shifts, the simplest changes are the most powerful for getting your message across in your novel. It's a valuable skill that all of us as writers can continue to improve upon with time. And by the way, when you hire an editor for your novel, this may be something that they can help you with. Depending on the type of editor that you hire, they might flag parts of your novel when you focus too much on telling versus showing, and they might also have recommendations for rewording sections to ensure that you start doing a better job of showing than telling. Sidebar, I have quite a few freelance editors who have gone through my productivity e-courses and, co- and coaching services. So if you are looking at hiring an editor, two graduates of my programs who jump to mind right now, both of whom are, con- are committed to continually developing their skills and services, which I love to see, 
include Rochelle Braswell. She shares really great writing and editing tips on Twitter at RBC Editing. And Alicia Chantel. She's very involved in the writing and editing community, and her Twitter handle is at FreshLookEdit. So there you go. End of sidebar. I hope that this episode helps you as you explore more ways to transition more into showing and less into telling with your own writing. Don't be afraid to think outside the box, get creative, and have fun with it. Play around and experiment to see what works best for you, for your writing style, and for your story. I also want to note that as writers, There are so many different writing tips and tons of writing advice out there, and you might feel exhausted by it. You might be in a position where you want to improve your writing, but you aren't sure how to implement all of the advice that's out there. In that case, if that's you, then start with one piece of writing advice. Build your skills with it, and then move on to the next piece of writing advice. If the show-don't-tell concept is something that appeals to you, then why not focus on really doing a lot of that for one draft of your story? And then, when you're working on rewrites, for the next draft of your story, you can focus on something else. The more that you implement writing tips and advice in this way, slowly, over time, focusing on one thing first and then building on it, then the more that your writing will improve because you won't be pulled in a million different directions and trying to do all of these different things at once. You'll more easily be able to get good at one writing skill and then add another and another and another. Your writing style, voice, and skills will develop in this way over time and you will be able to see your own improvements and progress on a continual, consistent basis as a result. It's one of the best parts about being an author, in my opinion. Your improvements and progress are right there on the page for you to see. All right, that, my friend, is a wrap for today's episode of Indie Author Weekly. And just a reminder as well, be sure to add small town stilettos to your want to read list on Goodreads so that you get updates on it as that story progresses. Search small town stilettos on Goodreads or visit the show notes. Speaking of which, you can access the show notes for this episode, including all links, such as to small town stilettos and additional resources at saganmorrow.com slash podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please take two minutes to rate and review Indie Author Weekly on Apple Podcasts. I really appreciate your support. Until next week, this is Sagan Morrow signing off the Indie Author Weekly podcast.